0: Welcome, everyone, to Cosmic Crit episode 42. Drew here to introduce our episode, but first, a little housekeeping. We still have time in our June fan art submission contest, so if you would like to get your art into that contest, please submit it soon because you do not have much time left. Now, I think it's important to do a little reflection of the story so far here. It's an important and popular fact that things are not always what they seem. For instance, in the city of Istamek, the local population has always assumed that they were the most powerful creatures occupying the area, instead of the eighth most powerful. The second most powerful creatures were of course ancient holograms, who, curiously enough, had no idea the state the city was even in. They made many attempts to explain the history of their dear city, but most of their communications were misinterpreted as ancient spirits angry with their descendants. Descendants, whose limited technological capacity allowed a relatively mundane medical device to create a horrific mishmash of monstrous creatures. Thankfully, though, due to the efforts of a drunk, a lizard, an old man, a psychic murderer, and a mouse, the population of powerful creatures in the city was decreased by three. As we return to our adventurers bandaging their wounds and trying to put all the new pieces of information together, I wouldn't be surprised if they just gave up on this crusade, got on their ship, and sped off leaving one last message for the people of Istamek. So long, and thanks for all the kish. Cosmic Crit episode 42, Crisis on Floating Islands.
1: Last time on Cosmic Crit. We explored an ancient, decrepit hospital of some sort.
2: It's like the Akata's all over again. Space rabies for everyone. Alindra learned the hard way that someone booby-trapped the House of Renewal.
0: Oof, Alindra, sorry. Thought you saw that super obvious trap. There was a diagram and everything.
1: This mutated Kish really wants Raimi dead.
0: Oh! Oh good, it's right up in my face. Istamek, the city of zero loot. Are you kidding? We found an axe!
3: Raimi and Andis, science bandits, Repair themselves a shiny new splicing
2: pod. As we started to leave, the chief of Istamek met us at the door.
1: Why don't you go pick out someone your own size? Please? Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode
4: initiated.
5: Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to Pandora, where we're drilling for unobtaining the most unobtainable resource in the galaxy. Thanks for joining us on this epic journey on this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. My name is Patrick, and I'm your GM, your galactic marine colonel here on the show. And joining me are my five friends, getting ready to slip into some tall blue metaphors for colonialism in the form of avatars. To my left, a giant mech showdown during the climactic ending. It's Drew playing Max Zizrak. Hi! To his left, a huge blue alien mind-linking with a sci-fi dragon, it's Jabert playing Andis147. That's how I do. Across the digital table a Xenobiologist, studying an indigenous species by pretending to be one, it's Miles playing Raimi. Good evening. And to his left, it's Sigourney Weaver, but in a James Cameron movie that this time she's not killing aliens, but saving them. It's Rebecca playing Alindra Vallis. Hello. And finally, to my right, CCH Pounder is all up in this movie, and it's more like he's about to become C-U-B pounded into submission. It's Tyler playing Adros us.
1: Oh, I'm in so much pain right now, my friend.
5: Yeah, get <laughs> yeah, it, I'm oh, gonna, about oh. to beat on you.
1: I, I, I feel like you've turned the tables on me this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: Avatar references, guys, that movie was filmed over a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, I have not seen it since theaters, so yeah.
1: <laughs> every reference
3: that you made, I was like, I don't remember that at all. Well, I haven't I seen it at all. all. Yeah.
5: yeah, they're, they're, they're planning four sequels, so get ready <laughs> to see <sequels. laughs> Or at least two Ooh. if uh, if they don't do good. H- how's everyone going? Uh, how are you doing this week? Yeah,
0: pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty
5: good. Mm, lovely.
1: I've we been were... sweating bricks about this episode all week. Oh, what? Why? No, it's fine. It's oh, fine. Oh, no. Yeah, totally fine. W- we should mention
5: that uh, when we're recording this, it's about that time of year again that we celebrate a special someone's birthday. Hey, Miles. Hi. Happy happy birthday, pal. Happy early birthday, right? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh. We're recording
3: Monday. My birthday's on Friday. But this yep. is the first year that we've done this on the on the show. We didn't have the show last year when I
5: was. Yeah, no, was we're my birthday. We're still playing some, like, Pathfinder, I think, yeah. at the time. <laughs> was Final another. Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, do you get everything uh, you could have possibly wanted? This is going to come out after your birthday. So you, you can you can tell us if you got everything. I absolutely did, yay. <laughs> happy sixtieth. I don't know how old you are, ah uh, sixty five over the
0: hills
5: <laughs> right. let's let's get into it. Let's get back to dead Sons. Ruin clouds. What happened last time? where did we Where'd we leave off?
2: We're surrounded by Kish who want to probably kill us, yeah. you know, they're not they're
5: not huggers. They're more bow and arrowers. I guess honest. you could say the kish has hit the fan. Oh boy, have you been have you been saving that one? For I, a have week? I have. I've been saving it like all uh, week. Uh, Did you write it down on a piece of paper? I, I might have put it in my notepad. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, last last week, you all cleansed the house of renewal, and when you left, you were indeed surrounded by kish warrior hunters, and then confronted by the chieftain of the Kish of Hearth, this towering figure in the chieftain Hoifek. Yeah, his war party has their bows drawn on you. Hoifek slammed his axe into the ground, and he looks all of you over, trying to intimidate Edros into cowering. And it's 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 working. It's pretty darn overwhelming. He's got a couple feet on you. But uh, yeah, he, in your face, Edros, exhales a plume of air from his nostrils, uh, these two little slits on his face, and you hear, in a language that you can understand, perhaps through magical means, he says, Who speaks for you monsters? I look at (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) Nack. Nack, you know, pops his neck, cracks his knuckles, and says, Hey, big guy, let's talk.
5: As you step forward, Nack, and quote-unquote talk. So he grabs you. Uh, with just an outstretched hand and lifts you up in the air, grabs you by your, your mountaineel jacket, just yokes you up six feet off the ground and says, What are you doing here, furry
4: demon spawn?
0: Well, uh, we're we're just here in- investigating some things, and we're not demons, by the way. Uh, just uh, I'm an Ahsoki, for example, just a just a, a, a different creature, no no demonic presence at all, really. <laughs> but we are looking for something very important that we heard might be here, and we wondered if your people might be able to help us find it for the sake of saving the entire universe.
4: Use less words. For if I can tell that you are speaking falsehoods here before the eyes of my ancestors, I will lay you to rest among the clouds. Speak now in only short truths. How did you come to this place?
0: A sky cloud.
5: When you say that, you hear someone else say that same phrase in the the group of Kish, and there's like a couple of them repeating it.
4: Sky cloud, sky cloud.
0: He says,
5: a voice from the back speaks up. And you see an injured Kish walk forward, uh, the same one that you let live on the landing pad, his wound still healing like in one of his arms, like in a cloth sling, uh, a couple of <laughs> big welts on his head where Adros beat him about it. He says, uh, in Kish, you can understand him.
4: They came in on a metal cloud, chieftain. W- we tried to kill them, but they were too strong. And this one here summoned the star power. She, she is the most deadly of them. I saw her kill my huntmate mate, Burjok, in one fell swoop.
5: Poyfek looks over to Alindra and gives you the same disquieting stare down. Puts Mac down and, and comes over to you.
2: Can I use sidereal influence? Do I have a minute to meditate <laughs>
5: I don't know if a minute has passed yet, but you can start in on that. Okay. Right now, uh, I think, because we are out of tongues, times, snack maybe Raimi would have to, to translate what they're saying. But oh, okay. Okay. Hoifek looks you
4: over and says, She is their chieftain. I would have thought it was the snake-looking one.
2: I can't really speak, can I?
4: Oh, uh,
3: Raimi translates for Alindra.
2: Um. I am the captain of the Drift Rider, that is true. I'm sorry for the deaths that occurred, I was attacked. I did it out of self-defense, I did not realize what I was doing.
4: It was a fair fight, and you slew them. But that does not give you the right to defile one of our sacred sites. What you say in your defense, before we send you to your ancestors.
2: We do not wish to defile. We came here to commune with your ancestors to to gain their, their blessing.
5: Uh, we've had enough discussion so far. I, I like what you guys have said, but it's time for some diplomacy checks. Anyone that can, you know, genuflect or somehow add something to this can can aid uh, in this in this course.
2: So, again, I can I use sidereal influence? Because that'll give me 1d6 on top of a diplomacy
5: check. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, at this point, a minute has passed.
2: Okay. That'll be a 26 to diplomacy.
5: Okay. So yes. Nat can uh, easily translate what you're saying. He seems to understand kind of maybe the gist of what you're saying. The hoifek is seemingly is weighing your words. He kind of walks away from you for a moment and then just snaps his uh, his sharp-clawed fingers. And a kish woman dressed in, in fine clothes uh, steps forward from you know, back in the the rubble of a building. And you see she is carrying a, a youngling, a, a very
4: young child swaddled in cloth. Hoifek comes back and says, If what you say is true, then the ancestors will look favorably upon this one. It has become ill with the lingering chills. We brought it here to commune at the House of Renewal. One of you may escort her inside, and if you are worthy in our ancestors' eyes, then I shall rethink your sentencing of death. So this woman walks over uh, to each of you,
5: and she's holding what looks like a Kish spell gem—an orange crystal that dims a little bit as she touches you. Uses it up, and she's also cast share language, so you guys can can chat, chat up. Uh, it is this this vulgar form of Kish that she is speaking, and when she gets to Andis one four seven, she like hesitates a moment, and then then touches you, and says. This one wishes to accompany me back inside oh good <clears throat> Patrick is this going to involve diplomacy checks can't I cannot devolve oh no what, what is happening in the future
1: goodbye. we're going off goodbye
0: guys <laughs>
5: <laughs> all right and Andis, Andis uh, nods and mm-hmm. tries desperately to remember if uh, if you left that uh, genetic splicer in operational form. <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah, it okay, was good. Oh, oh, thank God.
5: <laughs> well, if if not, you could probably take her take, yeah. take a, a look at it again. Uh, so you uh, head inside with her. And as you make your way into the building, you see that indeed some kish have uh, formed up behind you. They've come into this door that you've cleared. Oh. But uh, she sees the dead Eohai and is taken aback at first. But then inspects the the green slime around their mouths and then spits on the floor near them Uh, she pulls a dagger from her belt and begins to skin the beast uh, at least the one that still has fur not burnt off from a a couple of stellar abilities. It takes uh, a couple minutes but uh, when she's done she turns to you and says warriors whose hounds fall ill often tie them up here hoping the ancestors will heal their affliction these Eohai are dangerous while alive But their pelt is still useful I, I shall not waste these Whom our ancestors deemed unworthy of healing My name is Curate Fij Pleased to meet you My name is uh, My name is Andes Andes 147 Yes There was There's one like you that came Before and Attacked the Temple found What is it that you call yourselves My people are called androids We are We are like you But unlike you we are synthesized by the others. This one that came seemed to lead the evil ones. They were ruthless in their attacks. They looked very much like you, save for their their furs. Furs, the hair on their heads. Yes. Oh, oh, right. Yes. I I forget. I'm 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 just
1: bald. <laughs>
5: <laughs> just bald. So as you both walk into the the chamber in which you fought the rebuilt Kish, she is pretty horrified at first, but then takes a kneeling position. The child still in its protective covering and begins to make some wide prayer movements. She says, These were warriors hurt in the attack on the temple found. They were brought here to be healed, but were deemed unworthy of being saved. And so they were turned into what you see here, what we call the rebuilt. Hmm. Well, in their rebuilding, I can tell you they, they fought ferociously. So... She nods, continues on, and you guys can walk into the final chamber where she places the sick infant with some ceremonial kind of movements into the chamber. And then uh, she goes over to the shrine on the side and empties her pockets of very shiny looking trinkets, uh, some foodstuffs, and also lays them at the the shrine's feet. And she beckons you to come over. Hmm. It's over here? She says, in honoring those who came before us, we gain... Their strength, the wisdom of our ancestors. If you leave something here of great value to yourself, then the tradition is that you will be gifted in returns thricefold. I promise you, this One Four Seven. Your faith in those who came before you is often tested, but those who believe
4: are rewarded.
5: Hmm. Do you want to leave anything here? Yeah, I'm looking for something that I could leave that would that I would actually miss. It would actually be meaningful. All right, I I lay my corona laser rifle down on the uh, down on the altar. You foolish fool, you've fallen right into my trap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, so you leave it down there, and as soon as you drop it onto the shrine, your exocortex begins to fire. It shuts down your visual connections, and all of a sudden, the room goes black, and you pop back into existence seemingly in a a very far-off chamber. It looks like a classroom, and you're sitting along with students from all over, different species from across the galaxy. Holographic displays of anatomy circle overhead, as well as genetic spirals and and computer calculations. Taking a look at conversions and and encoding rates. At the front of the class is Dr. Braskin, your colleague here at this private university. He pontificates, and you can just barely hear his words. All you really hear is a wind blowing past your ears. He's given a lecture, and it seems to be maybe the subject of genetic tampering, and it looks like they are studying Vesk genetic structure. And as you see, uh, one of the holographically um, superimposed images towards the front of the classes is a Vesk uh, cadaver splayed out on a table somewhere. The scene changes, and now you're back on the barren planet Kalathu Seven. And that wind that you're hearing is whipping through the valleys. A storm approaches overhead and you can just barely open your eyes enough to see that it's forming into a a massive black and and purple cone. But as it rages on, it kind of begins to spin into itself and it forms a massive accretion disk in the sky, hundreds of feet wide. And as it rages to a crescendo, uh, you snap back into reality staring down at the shrine. And it looks like you have completely disassembled your Corona laser rifle in that time. Hmm. What? I, I look at her and say, what
4: What was that
5: uh, in the corner? Uh, Curate Fidge is crafting something. She's like sewing some of that hide together. And she looks over and looks very surprised. She says, you have been, you've been very busy. I've been trying to pass the time as well. It, it will take some time for the ancestors to judge the child, but I have faith. If you've set the genetic recombinator, <laughs> um, you are sure that it will now work 100% of the time on Kish DNA. Mm-hmm. And as you look inside, you know, it's almost over. Uh, you, you see the baby sleeping lazily as a screen light kind of bathes it. You can tell that somewhere down there on the genetic level, whatever disease it has is just being completely eradicated. I look back at Curate Fedge and I say, "You have faith, and I have science. And science." I And I gesture, I gesture towards the towards the orb for her to come and look. Uh, yeah. So after an hour is up, she collects the the babe up in her arms, and yeah, it looks it looks a lot better. It was a bit tepid before when uh, you put it in. Have like made had a cold. Yeah, something along those lines. But she looks it over, swaddles it up again and says, you all have done something here, something great in killing those monsters and ending the Eohai's suffering. You have brought great honor in the eyes of our ancestors. It was only ever our intention to to help. I will tell the chieftain of this. Uh, you guys can continue outside. In the meantime, what has what have the rest of you guys been doing?
0: Uh... <laughs>
1: Knack I'm bored.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Nack has been uh, using his tail to do the good old fashioned uh, Ahsoki tap the tail on the back of the shoulder, like looking both ways trick just to try to get some of the Kish uh, soldiers to laugh, lighten things up a little bit.
5: <laughs> the, after the first one, like five of them draw bows <laughs> and arrows on <laughs> you and like begin to draw the string back. It's like
0: <laughs> Trickster Demon! <laughs> I mean, he's, he's just doing it on his own shoulders, like, oh, oh, somebody's, oh, what's it going that way? Oh, something's that way. Uh, you know, um.
4: It, it's tail thing is possessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my.
2: Yeah, lundra has been in, uh, pretty quiet and in meditation, I'm um, really just trying to stay out of the way. She's obviously feeling very guilty and, uh, like she caused this whole kerfuffle, So uh, I think she's looking introspectively as she has been doing. Um, She's been dealing with a lot of realization about uh, her own actions and her own tendencies um, and probably trying to reach back down and find balance within her.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: Raimi is just sitting on one of the steps, drinking from a flask, (laughs) Uh, looking very unimpressed.
1: So I heard you guys got in a fight with uh, some other group I came down. Who, who are you talking to? you talking to some random kish? I'm, I'm looking at the... Adras looks at the
5: chief when he says that.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
5: He doesn't seem to be a, a super talkative mood if you're trying to try strike up a, a conversation, but you can try with a diplomacy check.
1: Sure. And uh, looks like I got a sixteen, so actually not a bad, not no. a bad roll.
5: No, this was DC fifteen just to ask some general questions of him, get him talking. Uh, what What do you want to ask uh,
1: specifically? You guys seem like formidable soldiers. What happened with the battle between you and the demons that arrived before us? They were
4: invited into the temple found by some of my hunters and there they slaughtered my people and by the time me and, and my clan were ready to retaliate they had already left they were without honor they were horrific their weapons melted bodies there was
1: very little to bury of some i i have lost comrades in my time and i i feel for your losses we we dislike these demons as much as you and well, we are going to hunt them down, and we will bring them to justice for both your fallen comrades and ours. As he's kind of listening to what you say, um,
5: uh, returning outside is Andis 147 and Fidge after about an hour. In, in, in the uh, the curing station, uh, she holds the now awake and mewing infant above her head, full on Lion King style. <laughs> all the Kish standing around you put down their bows and, and begin to rejoice, clapping their hands rhythmically, banging their axes on the, the stone rubble around them uh, with a hand gesture. Hoifek stands and quiets them all. He takes Fedge aside in private kind of sees to the the child and the the wounded hunter comes up as well and they they speak for a time after
4: a few minutes chieftain hoifek comes back and says after speaking with my counselors here i have chosen to spare your lives the ancestors saw it fit to not kill you and i shall honor their wishes but you may not remain on istamek My warriors will escort you back to the Lycian Grove, and you must leave this place, departing on your metal cloud for the stars. You are banished from ever stepping foot on Kishlands again. There's a large hubbub after he gives his proclamation. A lot of chatter amongst the
5: hunters. A few of the younger looking ones seem to be shocked by this. And you notice they're, they're not really reacting to him, but more a few lone figures that seem to be walking up the rubble-strewn avenue. It's T'Zael walking with a few of her attendants. A few of the hunters press up to her, escort her forward, their weapons
4: drawn. And Hoifek, seeing this, says, What is the meaning of this? "'Tazael, you are not allowed to speak at these proceedings. I exiled you, for...' The elder curate and follower of telavet interrupts her
5: erstwhile chieftain, and she says, "'You exiled me from hearth. Here we are now equals, so I will speak however I choose. "'I watched you, Hoifek, grow from a young trapper and turn into a huntmaster.' and then into the proud leader of our people. You know as well as any of our fine hunters that we must balance all things here on Istamek, for there is a fine line between life and death here in the clouds. You exiled me for speaking out, but want of Huntmaster Zavra? Rumors are he has
4: barred the temple found and will let none in, even your own men. Is that true? Hoyfek responds. Zavra too has been exiled. He slayed several hunters that attempted to make their way into the temple yesterday. There's another huge amount of chatter
5: amongst the warriors behind Hoyfek. He looks at them angrily, uh, clenching his fists. T'Zael, relentless, continues on and says, Zavra mocks our traditions. Those we were given by our ancestors that have kept us safe for generations. These five, these finders of stars, they were sent here from above to set right what the others destroyed. I believe that they can find a way inside the temple found and expel Zavra. So confident am I in their ability that I am willing to stake my own life upon it. If if they are unable to divine a way within the temple found, then I shall take the final walk amongst the clouds and vanish into the unknown. There is shouting now and alarmed voices amongst the hunters. Curate, phage, uh, audibly wails, you know, this plaintive scream into the heavens. And even Hoyfek seems disturbed by this prospect. So he quiets everyone again
4: and says, Why do you believe so much in these strangers? Two cycles ago, they were unknown to this land. How can you know that they will be able to do the things that you say?
5: Tazael shrugs her shoulders, maybe laughs a little bit nervously before coming over to you all and maybe tapping Andis on the, the shoulder. Sometimes you must act upon your faith. The storyteller appeared to me in a vision, and I saw one of their faces here in the dreaming pool 15 days ago. She came to me, and I knew her face. She is tied to Istamek, as we all are. The ancestors know her face as I do. Tazale leans into you all, and uh, particularly Alindra. She says, did the ancestors tell you where to find guidance into the temple found?
2: Did they?
1: Yes, yes.
0: When someone asks you if you're a god, you always say yes.
2: Yes, Yes. they did.
1: Yes, we we found two old uh, communicators and we are able to locate the secret entrance using them.
2: Oh right! Oh right! Oh, yeah. the thing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, I I missed that. I, right.
1: I'm I'm glad that the person with an intelligence of eight is able to remember these things.
4: <laughs> Otherwise, we would be <laughs> in deep trouble in this that was, scene. Uh, that happened last
5: week, so yeah, it's good we can keep a, one week of game <laughs> together. Uh, so she nods uh, conspiratorially and, and says, "Good. Then my faith
4: will be rewarded. It seems."
5: Hoifek weighs in on what has happened, one foot propped up on a huge boulder. He, he's offered words again by his advisors, but this time he just kind of waves them off. And he contemplates maybe uh, for a few minutes,
4: just thinking to himself before he steps off the boulder and says, Because of Tazale's words, I have amended my judgment. You all may stay here on Istamek. And you have until the sun sets again to secure means inside the temple. If you fail in this quest, then T'Zael must make the long walk into the clouds, and you all shall be banished. That is my final judgment on this. I shall not be moved. Curate T'Zael will accompany you as escort to assure you do not defile any of our traditions
1: further. Thank you for your revision. And then I look at the rest of the gang and I go, and I just hold up the pieces of my gun, and I say, "I did a bad thing."
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, that, that's gonna stay there. <laughs> it doesn't count. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, ha- I have the little keychain that I put onto the end of it that I dangle. <laughs> <laughs> <Right off> the- <laughs> Tazale kinds of huddles with you. The majority of the hunters begin to move towards the north. It seems, and Hoyfek has uh, a few quick, very stern-looking words. With um, with Curate Fedge, and and she comes over and has a, a few words with Tisael, and then she says to Andis, "Come with me, towards the the north, maybe a, a block or so away." The hunting party with Hoifek comes across a what looks like a painted ancestral shrine, like on one of the sides of the the building, hmm. and you're led down this this alleyway the soldiers outside all the, the hunters. And from a a sack, Hoifek produces what looks like a gun. It, it could be <laughs> some kind of weapon. It definitely has like a handle. The tip of it seems to be like um, a very long pointy pyramidal shape. Uh, and you see runes carved into the, the side of it.
4: Hmm. And Hoifek says, My curate here told me that you were instrumental in getting the child healed, and that you laid one of your great weapons at the ancestors' feet. Is this true?
1: It's true. I, uh, I did what was required.
4: A warrior does not give up his weapon lightly. That is a good way to find yourself killed. Agreed. This this weapon is one of the ancestors. I have not been able to get it to work for many, many years. It was passed down to me from my father, who found it in one of the great sites. I would like for you to have it for at least the time that you are here on Istamek Still,
1: can I take a look at it? Can
5: I, I, I sort of reach out mm-hmm. my hand and uh, wait for him to set it into my arms, and then I sort of cradle it and turn it over. And yeah, it's pr- it's pretty wild looking. Kind of turning it over in your hand, you can tell this is this is a long arm of some sort. Mm-hmm. It definitely is ancient Kish technology. You can tell it, it does seem like some kind of uh, fusion between maybe like ingrained magical runes and and high tech. Some of the the same materials that you've seen in some of the buildings here, very very tough uh, materials. So this is a weapon, maybe a few levels above your Corona laser rifle. Mm -hmm. Andis, why don't you go ahead and make an engineering check, see if you can figure out some things about this weapon.
4: I will try. 38? 38? (laughs) That's
5: pretty good, believe it (laughs) or not, for for engineering. You can tell, yeah, this is is some tech, even beyond anything that you've fired before, let alone uh, owned. And it seems to work on disruption technology kind of disrupting the the order of like molecules around a person hmm. and in game terms it uh, does sonic damage uh, or you think it would it seems to be uncharged at the moment it does seem to require a good amount of power but in in game terms this this ancient Kish weapon is called a disruption rifle. If you if you take a look at it, you can try and jury rig a, yeah, a just gonna, battery into it. Yeah, I was just gonna see if I could try to uh, kind of like either like tape it on and kind of connect it with wires and then tape it up, <laughs> or or like or maybe like get two sticks if the slot for the energy <laughs> source is like too big for the size of the battery. It uh, well. Uh, it's a great question. Do you have uh, any batteries with forty charges? Uh, yes. Most yes. long arm rifles. So with your engineering check, you can indeed power it up. It looks like it takes a lot to power, and mm-hmm. um, a lot to fire. Uh, do, do you want to take it for a, a test drive?
4: Uh, I'm. I'm. Being,
5: well, hmm. you want to just wait and see what happens when you when you get into the field.
1: Mm. Test drive. Test drive. Test yes, drive. drive. Wait yes. and yeah, see. Wait well, I wait. Yeah, I wanna I, <laughs> I, I I wanna like impress Heufek by
5: like shooting it like while like while he's still here. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna take a look around and look for something that nobody might care about. Um, What's Neck doing? You see
0: Hey hey <laughs> hey 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 oh. Why don't oh. you find some ancient cans? like just <laughs> <to> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs>
5: You can see some pretty thick looking glass in, in one of the nearby destroyed buildings. It doesn't seem like they care much about. There's, there's no signs of the current Kish civilization upon it. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take a shot at that super, super tough glass. Already. And there, there seems to be two fire modes. It does have the boost ability. <sighs> the boost capability. Yeah. So do you want to fire a normal or boost? I'll, I'll take it out. I'll take it out slow first. All I'm going to roll the damage. Let, let you see what I roll. Play a roll. Well,
3: yeah.
5: Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. So it <laughs> obliterates the windows to 17 points of damage on just the dice rolls.
4: Ooh. Oh,
5: man. And it it that takes up uh, an eighth of the battery it takes up five usages. Oh, Wow. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. And All that's right, well, it's not the thing.
0: boosted mode?
5: That is not boosted. Whew. All yep. right. I am going to have to spend a little bit of time getting a couple of other batteries ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, just so I can just so I can uh, uh, be able to swap these out when I need them. Awesome. So Hoyfek will wander off, kind of uh, give you a, a pat on the shoulder, say something along the lines of, It is in good hands. <laughs> I, uh, I give him the Starfinder salute. Uh, Fedge, Curate Fedge, gives a half bow, half curtsy as she leaves, and a I smile back.
1: And a smile back,
5: and I wave yeah. goodbye. And you can join back up with uh, Curate Tazale and your your other Starfinders. And uh, she entreats you all to Zale, You all must away and fast, for the sun will be setting again before we know it.
1: Agreed. We're. I, we do not want to see you make this final walk and the best we conclude our business here and we can pursue the court, the better. So, uh, Andes, Ramey, now that we have the pieces we need, can you triangulate the location we need to go to next?
5: Sure. So doing so from the two ancient Kish datapads, kind of piecing these digital fingerprints from the voice messages on them, it, it will require a computer check and you guys can join forces with that if you'd like all right you know we will who wants to roll i
1: will hit all the buttons
3: (laughs) and this science bandits
5: who wants to roll it first okay that's oh it's a it's a miles okay Uh, i'll stop you from there because he can do it by himself apparently (laughs) (laughs) i am computers So you can basically rig up on one of your data pads, just like a a homing beacon to send you in the the right direction. And if you match that up to some of the rough holographic maps that Galara put together on their uh, initial scan of the, the floating island, it seems like the computer is directing you to the northwest corner of the island, past a large forested section to where you saw the land splinter, into large chunks and and float in in the air, suspended in a gravitational field. Do you guys remember? Mm -hmm. that And if Tazale sees that map, or if you discuss with her where you're going, she says, uh,
4: You you are going to the Broken Lands.
5: I guess that's where the signal came from. It is a dangerous place. Foolhardy young Kish, hoping to uh, impress their peers, try to make those jumps. Our, our people have told stories that the buildings on those islands are very angry. The ancestors do not follow us there. They do not see our deeds. A few Kish in my memory have promised to
4: conquer the islands, only to never return.
3: We'll make sure that uh,
4: we're extra
5: careful. Yeah, and it says, I'll take care of them, and then holds
1: up their, their sweet new gun and is like, yeah!
5: <laughs> 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 right?
1: I mean, there's there's like a guitar guitar sting behind it. Yeah. Although,
3: I would kind of like to take a like a nap or something first, so I can get some spells back.
5: So you have less than four hours, it seems.
3: Oh, that's right. We're on time limit. Mm-hmm.
5: Um, we, it's time to leave. now. Yeah. How, how how are you
3: doing for health there, Remy? Well, I mean, I I got myself juiced up, so I'm I'm fine on health, but um. I think I'm out of my level three
5: spells. So I can tell you that it, uh, you can spend time still in the House of Renewal if you want to use it for healing. Mm-hmm. Um, each use will take an hour of time. Yeah. No. Let's just let's just go.
2: We gotta book it. So yeah, I think
5: we should just
2: yeah.
5: Uh, Rami is still down some hit points. If you guys want to take care of that another way, but it's up to you.
0: Maybe he can sleep in uh, Adras's arms as we walk towards where we need to get to. That's not, gonna,
5: that, that's not as healing as one might
1: think. In a, <laughs> a strong Vesk's arms. Yeah. Quick power nap. The armor, the armor chafes.
2: Yeah, I'm actually going to use a Mark II healing serum on myself. Okay.
5: Raimi, do you have any uh, you want to burn, Milo? I might have...
3: Yeah, I've got one. I think it's a Mark One.
1: I can't remember. Did I try a medicine check on Raimi last week? I don't believe it yes, really? was that... That was on Alindra. I... Was it? I thought you did... Huh.
5: I get eight hit points back. Nice. Oh, that's pretty good. That's I think the best use of a mark one healing serum yeah. we on the show. For so, sure. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. If you need, if you need a little more, I can try it with the uh, with the medicine check. I think it's up
3: to twenty seven. So I still need like twelve. Oh, I could probably get you. Let's check.
5: Ah, okay, it's twenty four. I have to. Hey, it's only twenty. Oh, so I auto, so I auto treat deadly wounds now. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah twenty because. With uh, the advanced med kit, yeah. Yeah, who has the advanced med kit? I mean, I would have it now. And so, yeah. are you carrying it? I mean, it's back at the ship. I'd go get it. <laughs> Just give me give me five minutes, and I'll go get the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's something you guys can can do if you if you'd like. Um, right, so you guys can head on back to the the ship. Tazale will be coming with you. D- do you want to do anything else at the ship before you head out? Uh, can we fly the ship to the place? It seems like we that would save some time. You can, but there's not really a place to land. You'd have to, like, jump out and either someone leave and come back or leave it up to the goblins to
0: fly. Yeah, no, the, we'll, we'll walk. It'll be fine. Yeah,
5: it'll be fine. No, it's it's perfectly allowed. It's, uh, you know, just like hovering with the ship. You walking back then. Uh, how, how long does it take to walk? Each way, probably 20 to 30 minutes. So you guys are headed to the, the Broken Lands. Sorry, the, the Broken the Lands. The Northwest, so it's the opposite side of the, the island from the... Yeah, yeah how, how long does that take to walk there? 20 minutes? Okay. Uh,
0: yeah, I say we we walk it. I mean, it doesn't seem like a significant amount of time, but... Alrighty, so Tazael does lead
5: you towards the the Northwest, and you get to the edge of the, the island of Vistamek, and you do see floating at various... Elevations off the the coastline uh, above these clouds, what looks like a collection of between 30 foot wide to like 15 foot wide giant stone islands, very much like in the movie Avatar, where <laughs> there's floating <laughs> rocks. Get it, guys? And yeah, she pulls from a, a small from a small bag that she has brought with her some items, and she says,
4: "Here, you will need these," and
5: She pulls out uh, what looks like an electric grappling hook with some, like, moving parts kind of thrown together from scavenged materials and a length of 50-foot, very tough-looking metallic alloy cable line. This can ease your way across, but I still warn to be careful as one slip and you may make the long walk into the clouds before I do. So, getting across these islands, getting into the Broken Lands... They're about, you know, at least 20 feet away from one another. Uh, maybe 100 feet away. You see a large chunk of island with a few buildings on it, and Tzeal confirms that's like your mark. That's where you want to get to, as it's one of the few that have intact buildings still upon them. Um, why? Why does anybody have survival? Go ahead and give me a survival check. Can do. See if you can plot a route through these
1: these slowly drifting islands. How about a 21 survival?
5: DC-20 20 to find your way across here. So you notice that there is a path amongst a couple of the smaller rocks that will require only about 120 feet of movement between them. Uh, about mm-hmm. four you know, climb checks amongst amongst rocks. So a little bit of a shortcut. Or four uses of jump jets, if you guys have jump jets. Oh. Um, so let's talk about how you guys are getting across Alindra, are you you rocking jump jets still, right?
2: Yeah, I've got jump jets.
5: You've expended some uses already today, but I think you still have like eight. <laughs> so
2: I could also use gravity boost to give my athletics a boost.
5: Yep, it will not be enough to jump 20 feet um, or 30 feet in some instances, but if you want to use those jump jets, it's really not difficult to get across each of them. Yeah, yeah Andis, 147, how, how are you planning on getting across? I think... Andis and Nack both have jetpacks. Yes. Ooh, ooh boy! So you can, in uh, just like pure flight mode, with like maybe a single turn or two of expenditure, just boost all the way over to the the far rock, if you would like.
0: Can can we use our jetpacks to assist anybody else in getting across these? Fortunately,
5: no. No, it's going to be very dangerous, and they are they are not made for for picking up bodies in normal gravity. Worth a shot. If you want to just fly over there first, you can. We'll um, only take a single use, right? Yeah. So I think. But what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to. How how long is our rope? Fifty feet.
1: No. Um. Uh, let us move on here, Edros. Sure. How are you getting across, Edros? Edros is going to have to make some climbing checks to get across, but he's going to look at Curate Zael and say, "Uh, Curate, are you going to come across with us?" Oh. Oh no.
4: I. I. I don't want to die yet. So. I I will
5: stay here, and I will wait for your return.
1: We, I mean, if you do want to make the trip, um, we do have the means to make you fly, if you so wish. No, no. (laughs) Uh, My adventuring days are far in my past. And you will be safe staying here by yourself? I can take care of myself, yes. All right, well then. We will be be back. She's going to saunter
5: off to one of the less destroyed buildings in the area and says, please do not take your time. The sun sets in but a few hours.
1: I understand. Raimi, how are you going to get across this thing? Well, uh, I do have that level two flight
3: stone that Vesh gave me.
1: And you're a pretty bad climber, so that might be your best choice. <laughs>
5: Burn,
3: Raimi.
1: <laughs> All right, so it, it sounds
5: like the only one that needs to, to climb is Edros. Is that correct? That is correct. Do you... Who wants to go first? Who wants to zip over to the island on, on your jetpacks or your, your flying spells? Uh, Rainy will. Okay. And you <laughs> land over there. Nope. No problem. Anybody else want to head on over with them? I'll go. And neck. So back on the, the, the mainland, as it were, it's uh, a lindra and a dross now.
2: Yes, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay behind and, and make sure Adras makes it. Okay. Not that uh, I can really help him.
1: But. Uh, yeah, Ad- Adras kind of looks over and goes, y- you can go. I- I'm okay, I promise.
2: I just need to know if you fall to your death, I will miss you, Adras.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you would like to stay and watch from this side instead of the other side, <laughs> that is fine, I guess. Um, Potentially goodbye forever. <laughs> Good luck. He, <laughs> he starts making his way across. Go ahead
5: and make me an attack roll. You're going to make a basically a, a grenade attack roll, which at this point, all you need to do is not roll a one, and you hit with the grappler, locks on, and you can make a, a fairly simple athletics check.
1: Cool. So mechanically, is this my throne or my ranged?
5: This is a uh, throne, kind of like a okay. grenade. That's a 16. Yep, so you're able to knock on to the the first floating island. Now give me a athletics check. What's your bonus to athletics? Ten. Okay, so good news here. You cannot fail. (laughs) (laughs) Unless the wind picks up, which it just started
1: to. Go ahead and make me an athletics check. As Adros gets ready to swing on the grappling hook, he goes, I wish I could remember the theme song to that one movie about a man in a loincloth in a jungle. Uh, I'll never remember. <laughs> I think, canon-wise, that was
5: Alindra in, on Castrovel <laughs> Swinging through the...
1: Yeah, the, the this reminds the, me of a time when Alindra went through the Castrovellian forest. Although I do not think I will be as graceful as she would. Alright, what do you roll on that check? Uh, it draws out a 21, athletics.
5: Ah, you're fine. You're all good. Uh, just go ahead and, and do that again for me, that whole thing. Attack,
1: and then all
5: right. athletics.
1: Here's a, here's a throne attack. Uh, I'm going to get a 27 this time. Yeah, that'll do. And the athletics to go with it uh, is going to be an 18. Excellent. So no very few
5: worries here. No worries at all. Can everyone make a perception check for me?
2: Oh, by the way, I jumped across seeing that Adras was successful. Okay.
5: So you you get maybe um, three quarters of the way there, Alindra, and you do hear him a pretty easy time. Making his way, climbing slowly, steadily. Let's see. Boop boop boop. Knack and Raimi, as you're on this other island, you see it's it's fairly overgrown. Doesn't seem like there's anybody here. Actually seems pretty, pretty quiet. But of course, as you're making your way across, you you see a dross climbing, and you two see a, a black shape behind a cloud bank, and it suddenly burst through a, a winged creature, speckled with eyes covering its its body and its leathery wings, and has a massive, sharp beak. It lets out an ear-piercing screech, and is already upon you, flying at over 100 feet in just a few seconds we're in combat and i need everyone to make initiative rules
1: all oh,
5: means no that's not good no
1: no it's, it's it's very not oh i mean it's this is bad
5: guys so oh
1: here's, no. <laughs> no
5: here's what things are looking like you're on these <coughs> islands making your way across on the far uh, kind of northern bank is where andis raimi and Knack are we are in initiative turn order. We rolled before we started this evening already. So, this winged beast is coming in from yeah, basically the, the the southwest from where you guys are. And in this surprise round, it moves in. And the top of the surprise round, Knack, you see this thing coming. It looks like, um, like over 100 feet away. <laughs> and you may make a move or a standard action, Drew. Uh,
0: hmm. This is such an interesting question that I gotta do some calculations here. <sighs> Ow, I was in the better position before it moved down there. I open comms to everybody and, and say, Uh, guys, heads up, there's- there's something over there in the distance, I can't quite make it out! And, uh, I'm... St- stupidly mm. going to jetpack back over to where Adras is.
5: Well, it was good- good knowing you. <laughs> uh yeah so in cruising mode if you would like you can get there right yeah and that's, that's too... gonna leave you flat-footed and off kilter until you the you touchdown i guess Next in this surprise round, it moves in a little further, and Randy Quindar is your turn. Well over 100 feet at this point. Mm, I am going to
3: supercharge my weapon. Ooh. My my doodad. (laughs) You
5: actually have to say which one you're (laughs) using.
3: My uh, X-Gen.
5: Okay. So that's a standard action to cast that. The regular turn order, it is... Flapping And it's looking at all the different targets amongst the floating islands here. And we're back to Knackfeldspar. Okay. You've, so, you've jetted on over to Edras. What do you want to do?
0: Uh, so uh, you mentioned being off kilter and flat footed. But according to the Ahsoki description, because of that fun, fun tale we have, we do not gain uh, flat footed condition when we're off kilter and we don't take any penalties for it.
5: Sure. Uh, Jetpack, if, if you're using cruising mode, though, just those are separate things. Uh, Flat footed. And I think it just end, will end at the end of this turn. Being a soki still still hard. Hard knock life.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm actually just going to because there's not a lot I can do from here. Uh, I'm going to move up here just to get a little bit of a cleaner shot. I'm going to quickly mm. pull out my uh, semi auto pistol. Uh, everybody get him that's right there and i'm gonna fire my semi-auto pistol
5: <laughs> so you've moved up right behind a draw so well, two that, targets now
0: <laughs> no am i not am i not uh oh uh, because it has two targets now i see what you're saying correct uh, i know i'm taking go ahead
5: and make it. your attack roll Oh, oh,
1: my God. Ooh, oh, oh, my God. Ooh, Why? Uh, Adrash <laughs> oh. Ed, just looks at you, just looks at you, and hes <laughs> you can just see in his eyes this, like, bitter disappointment because you just oh. packed over, and he was like, my hero, Nat and now he's just like, oh, oh.
5: It's a natural one, folks. I don't know if you could tell from <laughs> my way too mirthful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, put
0: my glasses uh, we... back on after throwing them across the room it's like we haven't had
5: this in a while this crit fail generator that the deck that is on our website cosmiccrit.com you can play along with these fun fan submitted crit fails as well this one is a arranged attack uh submitted by rabbit it's called probably sprained it as you fire your wrist spasms can you go ahead and roll me a 1d4 drew what you get that's a three Already, so you drop your weapon. Now this is going to be a, a random square around you. It could fall off the island. Roll me a d8. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, Oh, he is this on the edge so much.
5: You, you, you don't want to roll a one or two or a three. I'll tell you that much right now. Six. Hey. So it just it falls like right in front of Ed Is oh. uh, the the recoil is too much on this semi-auto rifle or uh, pistol? That's your turn, correct? Yep. Edros Varanus, we're on to you. This thing is flapping its way over in your direction, it seems.
1: (laughs) Edros kicks the pistol into the clouds. (laughs) 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 Um, Nope. Edros is going to just move up towards the edge of the island, trying to get in between... The uh Patch this, this kinda looks like a sharp wing. But... You
5: might know that as a player, but uh yes, I love your do. characters know that. It is a creature from the alien archive Outlast. Yes,
1: Adras Ed- definitely has never seen uh one of these. That's what I love. they like. are very, very cool. I if anybody has the alien archive at home. Flip it open. Look at this thing. It's beautiful. The eyes have I'm gonna it. try and it has many eyes. But uh I'm gonna try and get in between neck and this creature, and I am going to go into total defense.
5: Mmm. Total defense. So as a a standard action, you're uh, turtling
1: up. I'm yeah, I'm gonna go full turtle. Um, I'm just kind of hoping that I can hold my ground, uh, draw the sharp wings attacks while my allies uh, rally and get into better positions.
5: That means it is Alindra Vallis's turn.
2: All right, I'm actually gonna hold my turn and see what it Mm. does.
5: Okay, so on its turn, uh, this thing is, is flapping your direction. Neither, neither Knack or Edros have put any damage on it, so I'm gonna flip the old coin. Low, it's going, is going low and going for Knack, and high, it's going for Edros here. Roll a random dice. Obviously, it's going for Knack. It's rack. <sighs> so it flies over your head. And as it does, it comes down and with this massive beak, just like pecks at you and continues flying on. It it moves right past you in a spring attack. It's gonna make a KAC attack roll. What is your KAC, Drew?
0: My KAC is 23.
5: Okay, so I have hit with its claw attack. It's doing some piercing damage, only uh, 17 points of damage. And now it is about halfway between the the island where Alindra is and where Nack and Edros is, and we're back to Alindra's turn.
2: Okay, I'm going to, first I'm going toward Photon Attunement, and I'm going to use my Sonic Pistol. Okay. That's so 14 to hit.
5: Ooh, no, that's going to be a miss. Sorry. And Andis 147 back on the larger destroyed floating island with Raimi still. What do you, you got, Jabert? Did I get a sense of what the range was on this weapon? From your shot, you can, yeah, you can more than likely tell with that in your engineering check, it is uh, fully effective within 50 feet. Oh, boy. This guy is looking like 50 feet away. Is that... That's not... That's not close enough, is it? Nope. Or you can step forward onto the very tippy edge of the island to get a little bit closer and take a shot. Uh, it really sucks. I need all of my move actions. I mean, you could take a shot. It's negative two.
0: And you've got plus two from get him, so it's kind of a wash.
5: Yeah. Do it. We're all right. I'll target it. for now and take a shot. righty. targeted. Hang on a second. That's a thirty to hit. Oh yeah, that's a hit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very much so. So 3d8 on this bad boy. It's going to be oh, very, very nearly full, uh, max damage on that. Oh, uh, that's than... going to be 27 points of damage.
1: Oh, no, I don't like that at all. Yeah, as I, as I
0: nice.
1: Boom,
5: 27, okay. Woo. So first Shoot. damage being put on this thing, you fire the, the disruptive rifle in its direction. You can see molecularly it just blasted backwards uh nearly dropped out of the air from this kind of concussive force and that is your turn it takes a about 10 of its eyes kind of like dart in your direction <laughs> when you land that hit oh and no somebody else hit it <laughs> we're on to rainy quindar yeah only damage this turn
3: so. all right so uh, it's a, a level one spell for a supercharged weapon uh, that uh, adds 2d6 additional damage.
5: Okay, so yeah, you cast it last round. Yep. Got a little bit of a boost. You making an attack? Yep. It's a 26... Ooh, that's a hit.
3: For 36 points of damage. That's so much damage. (laughs) Jeez.
5: Ooh, that X-Gen gun. Uh, And boosted. That is... All right, so now I've got a couple targets maybe for next turn. (laughs) Because you guys are both putting on a great deal on this guy. That is the end of turn one. Back to the top of turn two. Drew, Knackfeldspar
0: get him and i'm gonna actually let me scoop up my semi-auto pistol one more time off the ground <laughs> and yeah. uh, uh get him and i'll shoot it with the semi-auto pistol one more time <laughs> not that much better that's an 18 to hit
1: no it's still gonna
5: be a miss unfortunately
0: Ugh. yeah oh boy
1: Edros for honest. here's what i would like to try and do i would try to like. La- i would like to try and use the grappling hook to grapple onto the creature
5: Mm -hmm. So I will allow it as a combat maneuver. Yeah, it'll be like a throne weapon trying to make that combat maneuver. Okay. So So go ahead and roll that. I will roll
1: my throne weapon attack. come on. Oh, that's a good idea. It was a good idea. Ooh, what'd you roll? Uh, I rolled a six. Mm, uh, Yeah. Total... With a 12 is going to be 18. That ain't going to do it. Well,
0: 20 it was, with, with Ginnam. Oh, 20. I guess oh, 20, 20 with, with get get him.
1: No, it, we're yeah.
5: still like 10 short. <laughs> <laughs> you, catch, you catch a whole lot of cloud, and it would have been awesome if you had grappled and rode this thing. You know, the yeah. settlers used to ride these things for miles. <laughs> Does that, does oh, don't no
1: worry! I'm gonna try again.
5: Oh, great, great! Another wasted <laughs> turn. Okay, and we're on to its turn. It's got a couple of targets now, Andis and Raimi that have <laughs> nearly destroyed this thing with these two massive shots. High we're going, Andis. low, we're going, Raimi. Going for Andis, one four seven. Ooh! Yeah. Coming in, swooping in this large creature, and is gonna fly again right past you, uh, over the the island here. It's going to make that spring attack. Uh, comes at you. This time it's actually going to throw a claw in your direction. These winged claws. Okay, I've rolled 17 on the dice, which is a hit.
4: Claw is.
5: Ooh, this is slashing damage, so a little different from its beak. Same damage as dice. All right, minimum minimum damage, so 15 points of damage. Whew. All right. And that is its turn. We're back to Rebecca, Alindra Vallis
2: all right so i'd like to jump jump jet over to where andis and raimi are i can see that they are uh much more of a target than Adras and uh nakar so i'm gonna sure. continue on across
5: so it's 30 feet you can just get to like the very tippy edge of uh the island mm, yeah, it looks like right here right next to andis <laughs> those barely hanging on to the edge
2: okay great um can i stellar rush was that a move action
5: you would be able to, but it looks like Andis might be in the in the way.
2: Right. right. In the way. All right. Um, you, you can
5: take another movement if you want and get up upon it.
2: Let's yeah, see. let me do that. Let me see where I want to go. I'll move right up next to it, but out of the way of the people shooting at it. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> how how high is it flying?
5: I think at this point it's only about ten feet above the the ground. And that brings us to Andis 147. This thing has just clawed you. Flown past. It's about 15 feet away now. What would you like to do? All right, it's up close. I'm gonna boost this thing and see what, see what this baby can do. Wait, am I? Am I? Uh, is this thing himed? Yes. Oh yes. All right, I'm gonna quick boost quick. this supersonic, super duper rifle and uh, let her rip. All right, that's gonna be 25 to hit. Against EAC, that's a hit. Yes. yes! All right. And does 48 on the boost. Mmm. So 3d8 plus one Mo. All right. That's going to be 25 points of damage. 25. All righty. All It's still up, but you take another huge blow to its, its chest. Its wings kind of reverberate, and uh, it actually just. As a, a free action, just drops to the ground and is like hanging on to the the rubble around here with its its claws. It's on the ground now. Oh, uh, Rami Quindar, we're on to you. All right.
3: Uh, so Rami's going to take another shot with his gun, his next mm-hmm. gen gun.
5: Got it. So that's the same thing. It's about fifteen feet away from you. So twenty six. Uh, that's a hit. Uh, so that's seventeen points of damage. Already another couple holes blown in its wing. Uh, you see some of the the eyes close, never to reopen, as you've <laughs> nearly shot them out. It's like that, it's like that game at the fair where you have to shoot the star out with a gun. Right. Like, and that takes us to the top of turn three. We're back to Drew Max's wreck.
0: Can I jetpack all the way over to the island where they're on?
5: Uh, right. So that is the 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 full flight mode. Okay. Take a full action to to get there.
0: I could get here and then uh uh yeah I, I'm just gonna go over to this little island, once again um, get him <laughs> semi-auto pistol.
5: So getting over there is going to be your your full turn, because the jetpack is 30 feet per, oh. per action. Nah.
0: Yes. If it's yes, a full yes, yes, yes. action, then I'm going to go ahead and move all the way. Then.
5: Uh, got you, and so you're back on the island with uh, Anderson and Raimi. That brings us back to Adros for honest Tyler.
1: So Adros is on an island by himself, far away from everything. Yeah, it looks like the, the
5: fight kind of left you behind. I, I honestly more expected this thing to just be attacking the lone single target, but you have uh, <laughs> effectively drawn it away from your party tank
1: yeah so I mean I feel like the fight's gonna be over but I guess I I guess adros would just start trying to make his way to where everybody else is so can I throw my grappling hook at the next landmark go right ahead all right boom mm-hmm. thrown weapon 29
5: uh, a hit and you can begin to climb your way over it will take you a, a little bit to to get to cool. this next island.
1: Please don't attack me while I'm in the middle of the two islands.
5: Well, only if everyone else misses on the next turn, then <laughs> it's like, oh, look, a, a hanging snack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> please, guys, <laughs> please hit the creature.
5: <laughs> uh, speaking of which, it kind of uh, moves forward slightly, and now it is within range of both Alindra Valis and Naxisrak, and it is making a multi-attack. Within range of Alindra, sees a tantalizing target before it, and it's going to multi-attack, which means it's taking three attacks against her. Its bite and its two winged claws come down on you. And I'm gonna do the bite attack first. Was your KAC
2: 23? Ooh,
5: its bite misses. Yes. Nimble dodge Ooh. out of the way, and I'm gonna throw a couple of claws as well. First claw is a hit. The second claw is a hit. Two hits with them claws. Ooh. One, oh. max damage. The other, ooh, very close to it. Yikes, yikes, yikes. That is 46 points of damage from these two claws. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes, yikes. I rolled very high. So it's ripping into you. at slashing damage, mind you. You do still have your electric armor mod on, correct?
2: Yes. So that's a 1d6. Mm-hmm. <laughs> six, yay. <laughs> so oh, six damage, you can but...
5: roll max damage too.
2: That's
5: great. Oakley, doakley. And I have marked that down, bringing us to your turn, Alindra Vallis,
2: all right. Um still being right next to this thing, this is the third turn, is it not? I believe it is? yeah. So I think I'm hmm, I'm a little close to Andis right now. Um, so
0: you could guard its step to the north,
2: yeah, I am going to guard its step just a bit to get okay. away from Andis
5: righty, so, Exploding. Yes. Supernova corona.
2: Supernova time.
5: So, reflex save for this thing. It is is very nimble, being a flying creature. So, I'll roll its reflex. Natural.
2: Oh, yes! Awesome.
5: Awesome. Failed.
2: That's what I like to see. All right. So, okay. that's uh, going to be uh, 30 damage then.
5: Already, and in a fiery, star-like corona, you explode this creature. It falls to the ground. Yes!
2: Yes. Yes. Awesome! We're out of
0: combat,
4: yeah.
5: It it did not have that many. I think it had 26 hit points left, so... 30,
1: will drop it.
2: All right, now let's cheer Adras on as he continues towards the fight.
1: Patrick, can I make another throw to try and get my grapple onto the mainland? Uh, one last
5: check, yes. And everyone is okay. there being very supportive. And
1: and as it has become customary, totally. we'll do 24.
5: Uh, 24, yeah, so you're able to get across, join up Natural. with the rest.
1: Good, because I got a 15 on the athletics check. So <laughs> yeah. I'm there.
5: DC12, so you're doing pretty well with those. <laughs> right, oh, you guys are rolling back up. What do you want to
2: do? I want to know about the hide or on this thing. Can we inspect it?
5: Well, yeah. So, does anybody have a, a life science check to roll? See if you Pray find anything does. else. Maybe out about this creature. If you know what it is, what it could be. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Ramy Quindar, it is indeed a natural creature this does seem like a a variant of something you have seen in the packed worlds before the uh, aforementioned sharpwing uh this definitely has a, a different build to it perhaps they were spread a- across the galaxy at some point in their distant past so this is like a offshoot of a genetic tree but definitely has a lot of characteristics of the the creature that you've seen before uh, from Avalon. In the, the packed worlds. Unflankable, the the sharp wing is just covered in eyes. And you know for a fact that it is indeed used in the creation of a, a biotech augmentation called an Ocucloak processor. Ooh.
0: I like the sound there. of that.
5: Uh, so, an Ocucloak processor, biotech that a lot of soldiers implant in the brainstem. stem. And it basically, when attached, is wired to a technological cloak that you must wear. And so long as they're both uh, worn, installed, and functioning, you are—you um, gain the universal creature rule, unflankable. So you cannot be flanked. Mm. Oh. A.K.A. eyes in the back of your head. Ooh, that That's is considered so biotechnology, nice. so there's not a, uh, a number limit on how many... Types of thing like that you
1: can have. Let's just throw the whole body in the null space chamber and move on. <laughs> That's
5: well, a I think, great idea. I think it's <laughs> it's like just certain parts of it you have to harvest it. You don't slug <laughs> eight hundred pounds. Just cram pounds the whole thing in there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, your, just, your bag. just just
1: cram it in there. We can. It'll be <laughs> Wait, funny because when up. when we see uh, Chief um, when we see the Chief again, we can just be like, "We brought you something." and <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> throw it out.
5: Put it in the gloves of storing. Imagining, like, Mac like, jumping up and
1: down on top of it, just, like, scooching it back <laughs> into the hole.
5: <laughs> so do you guys want to continue on?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: yep.
5: Yes, of course. Right. So you see a, a path in the stoneway leading through a, a rough, tall grass uh, towards the entrance of what looks like an overgrown, very drab-looking kind of grayish building. It is fairly idyllic scene as... The sideways rays of the, the star in the system are casting shadows before you and warming this blue and green grass mixture that seems to be giving off a fairly sickly sweet smell. Uh, and you see small insects kind of pulling nectar from exotic-looking flowers nearby. It's quite nice here on this island, actually. Oh. As you get closer, though, you take a look at the structure. Why don't you give me another life science check? Oh, dokie. Jeez. 33. Oh, you guys both know so much. Both of you inspecting the structure itself can tell that it is overgrown with what looks like a white webbing. And on closer inspection, it seems like every inch of the superstructure of the building is covered in, like, a mold of of some sort. Uh, This white filament and... Ramey, you're able to smize that, you know, like any mold. This is, might be bad if you breathe it in. Mm-hmm. But Andes, taking a look over it, it seems like it's not. It's not like a, a few colonies. It Seems like one huge, super cellular structure. That's a singular creature that has overgrown this building because you, it's it's completely covered in it. And when you uh, touch it in like one space, you see it kind of react 20 feet away as these fine tendrils begin to vibrate like you know ripples going across a pond. So this this Mold Swarm is massive and large enough that you know it might have some forms of defensive capabilities if made angry.
3: Hmm. Okay, so uh, don't touch that <laughs> at all. It might have a defense mechanism that we don't want to trigger. Also, we
5: should probably put on our helmets and get our environmental protections up. That's fine. Uh, do you guys all want to do that?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if, if you guys think that's best... Um, okay.
5: In addition, why don't you, as you're taking a look at the, the front door here in front of you into the building, taking a look at the, the walls itself, give me an engineering check. Okie dokie. All right. Mm. Oof. So it looks like, yeah, Edros, Rami, you're pretty sure, oh, this building's fine. But And is, Andes, is, you rolled a 30? <laughs> uh, that's the one, yeah. The very yeah. same. So you can tell that the mold itself is acting as a kind of structural support, mm. uh, holding a lot of the weight of the walls as well as the ceiling up in a, a this thick uh, webbing, mm. and it seems to be covering the the front door. And if you you know kind of push on it, it seems to be jammed shut, doesn't budge. So you try to open it. Uh, can I think of? any organisms that would be similar to this and sort of things that they might attempt to avert or dislike? I guess it's like a fungus. It doesn't really like move around a lot um give me give me a life science check see if you can find anything else out about it.
4: Oh one more give me a
5: good one. oh, that's not bad that's a thirty okay yeah <laughs> you you can find Jeez. out one piece of information because this is a, a fairly you know odd occurrence to see something this large as you know one single organism so uh you you want to know about possible what um weaknesses or yeah, we- weaknesses or, I don't know, things that it hates. Yeah, let's say weaknesses. Things that it hates. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> it, uh, it it definitely acts as a plant, but you also know that, you know, if you were to start beating on this thing, it has swarm immunities as well as defenses. So you attack part of it and it you know doesn't really matter because there's like 10 million other pieces. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, while it's spread out like this, you know, you can just kind of whack at pieces of it and it you no, know, it'll be like um a little piece of your fingernail being chipped off. Oh, I, I see. So so we could we could sort of like hack a way through without worrying about uh without worrying about the building collapsing on us. Y- yeah, you, at the very least you think you can force the door open, and It'll okay. more than likely be okay.
2: Do you think we okay. ought to explore the outside of the building a little further around? Hmm.
5: This seems like the main entrance in in front of you. Um, it does seem, if you take a, a look around the sides, though, to be completely overgrown on every inch that you can see.
1: Okay. Why don't I use the plasma, Doshko, and I'll just cut a nice little hole for us and then break down the door?
5: <laughs> yeah, so it actually, it just seems stuck, so it would just be
1: strength if you want to kind of force your oh. way in. Oh, help me break down this door. You One, two, the old three. <laughs> A one, a two, a three. Mm. Oh, that's a melee attack. I'm very sorry. I, I <laughs> critical hit the door. I critical hit that door. I oh, smash no. it with my doshko with power. Oh boy.
5: Oh boy. So you guys are you you both put your your shoulders into it. You're each able to get open uh, about half the door. And it makes this, this sound the, the the tearing of the mold spores. It's a very wet smacking sound, kind of like I don't know, you just. Stepped on a grapefruit. <laughs> Just going, you know. And as you open the, the door, uh, begin to, to file in. Ooh, I need everyone to make a, a
1: perception check. Uh, oh, no. Am I the highest perception? Oh, Ramey tied me. <laughs> yeah, and if it's site based I actually... Oh, Wait, oh no. Alindra, Alindra got a 27. I had to scroll up. Oh, yeah. thank God. <laughs> and, and and anytime have... I'm the top of the perception, I'm terrified. <laughs> oh, good. Okay.
5: All right. So as you guys are, are making your way in... Uh, you hear what sounds like a kind of a, a rhythmic cooing sound coming from the top of the roof. And here in the back, Raimi, you see two creatures emerge from the top of the building, from the roof. It seems like they are likewise tearing away from the moss. and seem to they have some lingering threads of, of the the material on them. They look giant floating gas bags, kind of similar to in the pack world's uh, Barathu, but maybe a little smaller. Uh, sickly green color, and as they form up on top, about fifteen feet above you, uh, they hurl in your direction. Looks like a, a dirt ball, cannonball sized. <laughs> and we're gonna make a couple quick attacks against Raimi. Pew. Roll a four on my first attack. And a seven on my second attack. Both misses <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh, You dodge like out I'm, of the way. Yeah, I do like a little Neo from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kinda like softball sized projectiles that they're just lobbing in your direction. We are in initiative turn order. Why don't you guys go ahead and roll me initiative.
0: Mmm. Somebody's hacking my dice. Oh,
5: boy. Woof. Alrighty, so in initiative turn order, we're just gonna go in random in, 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 straight into turn one here. Remy Quindar, these things have fired a couple of, as you see them on the ground, they look like dirt and rock pellets. They smell pretty bad. This thing came from inside their mouth. It is your turn. What do you want to do, Mile?
3: Uh, well, that's gross. Uh, so I am going to shoot. Uh, so I'm kind of standing um, a little bit on the other side of, I guess, the the wall as the rest of the team. So there are two of these guys closer to my teammates, kind of in the, in the <laughs> north of me. I'm going to fire yeah. at the one on the northwest, closer okay. to
5: um, NAC. Yep. Yeah, there's like some above their left shoulder, some above their right. Going left. Go ahead and uh, you attack him with the heavy right. weapon. Yes. All right. Make me that attack roll. Ooh. Ugh. Missed. Almost as low as low can be. Yeah. <laughs> Three on the dice. Uh, yeah. So you shoot in its direction. It gives that same odd cooing sound back at you. And next in the turn we're Alindra Velis. You hear Raimi opening up <laughs> out there, and you heard this odd alien sound. Out and above you. What would you like to do?
2: I'm gonna move back outside, mm-hmm. um, a little farther out, and use my corona laser pistol at it.
5: Uh, which one, left or right?
2: Uh, the right. Okay,
5: go ahead and make me that attack.
2: It's a 15.
5: Yeah, unfortunately, that that's gonna be missed. Two, two misses, taking us to their turn. These creatures gonna do the same odd attack with these. Large pellets, it seems like they're they're throwing out. One's going to go to Alindra, one to Raimi, Alindra first. Uh, I'm going to roll well one of these days, but not today. Probably, probably against me. Both of nope. them missed. <laughs> uh, neck, feldspar. next in the turn order. Uh, can we tell what these things are? Identifying these creatures is actually is a life science check.
0: Uh, my life science is fleeing, but I'll give it a shot. Say <laughs> a 13
5: yeah not, not too sure never seen anything like
0: these before well i guess i better kill one then uh, i'm gonna whip out my <laughs> corona laser pistol uh specifically the one on the left i am uh targeting and get them mm. say 29 to hit oh that's a hit uh for actually 31 uh for eight damage
5: Already, Yeah, you score a superficial hit on the outside of its body. It Its skin kind of ripples from the, the burn mark.
1: It looks very hurt. And we're on to Adros for hmm. So Adros here's the kerfuffle outside. Mm-hmm. And he's going to take a guarded step outside because he doesn't really know what's going on and sees these creatures. How high are they off the ground? About 30 feet. Feet. 30 feet. Okay, can't reach him. So he's going to spend another move action and he's going to bring out... A rifle, mm. and that will that will be his whole turn. Oakley, Oakley, that takes us to Andis one four seven.
5: Uh, let's see. Andis is going to do something very original. Uh, they're going to track the one with Gidom and shoot it. And the, in the big old sack meat. <laughs> Gross, okay. I don't know. You're the one who's telling us to throwing weird clods of stink at us. Guys, I didn't write this AP.
1: <laughs> I know you did, Patrick. Patrick. I know no. you did. You said, you said I'm going to make these special these special monsters that throw stink dirt. <laughs> All right. Laser, wait, uh, the sonic boom shot. Oh, gosh, you
4: know <laughs> that thing throws stink dirt.
1: Uh, interesting. Uh, let's see. So
5: that's going to be a... Is it getting cover from Medras? Or is it like nope, at a high enough angle that... Yeah, 30 feet in the air, no cover. Cool. Awesome. Uh, so that's going to be a 22 versus EAC? Oh, that's a hit.
0: Yes. Oh, yes.
5: All right. For 21 points of damage.
0: 21.
5: Okay. Yeah, you lay into this thing their new Disruptive Rifle a goody amount of damage it is blasted against the the wall of the building Mm. and it's still up, still flying here, and that brings us to turn two, and at the top of turn two we've got Raimi, the opposite of the last fight, (laughs) you're at the top of the turn order (laughs) what you got, boss?
3: So I am going to uh, take another shot at the monster I was shooting at before,
5: already (laughs) ugh Oh no, even with a Gittim on that one, uh, that
4: is still a miss. Oh, so close.
5: But so far, still two. Uh, Close to a one, but far enough away. We don't have to pull out that crit tail. (laughs) Next in the turn order, Lendrovalis
2: with it still 30 feet in the air there's only so much I can do I would climb on the building except that I don't want to anger the mold Yeah, so,
5: don't get that mold angry <laughs> I know it's
2: probably very angry when you step on it so I'm going, to, I'm going to use my sonic pistol the one on the left
5: okay one that's been hit a few times yeah so
2: this is a 23 to attack
5: uh, that is a hit.
2: Awesome. So that's going to do nine damage with my photon entonement.
5: Okay. Okay. Nine damage. Already. And on its turn, their turn, this one that you guys have hit a couple times uh, just f- floats away, floats <laughs> uh, around the corner behind the edge of the building, and you hear it move about 60 feet. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> that one is. Uh, this one to the right it's not taking damage yet he is going to uh is gonna fire why not let's fire a couple of these gross pellets uh at neck
0: ah! <laughs> hey <laughs> what <laughs> Being on the
5: there it is that's <laughs> one hit and the second ooh, i think is
0: gonna be uh
5: a miss what's your, your KSC again that's like it's pretty good right
0: uh is 23
5: one hit only. <laughs> and I'll roll some damage. This is bludgeoning damage as you're hit with this small cannonball sized packed orb of dirt and who knows what else. Yeah. Stink dirt, I think, is what we decided on. Uh max damage, so that is <gasps> eleven points of damage. And it's your turn if you want revenge,
0: Matt. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you said, and it's your turn. And oh, it's and your <laughs> turn. And Sorry, it. I was a little <laughs> confused. I was, was going to say, wait, I think it's my turn. Uh, Who's on first? <laughs> no, no, what's on first? Andis, and it's, and um, it's. So I am going to, once again, uh, get him, um, Corona Laser Pistol, this pronking, mudball-slinging, stink monster, green, monstrosity Yeah.
5: I'd say 25 to hit spoiler warning it's it's not stink ball the, these are excrement pellets so uh 20 <laughs> 23 that is a hit
0: <laughs> I mean I got that from the stink ball <laughs> alright good good I <laughs> just want us to all be on the same poopy page uh, So that's, Uh 8 points of damage so that's a whopping 8 points of damage <laughs> <laughs> so
5: much for you why are, why are
0: you dissing that that is
5: your turn at we're back to you you got your gun out what you want to
1: do yeah he's got his gun out and he's gonna this guy is not getting cover even though Andis is in front of me because he's so high up which is awesome so shooting away uh Simple why not single attack nah two shots Alrighty. <laughs> first <laughs> shot that's gonna be a, a 22 oh uh, that's a hit that's oh, 14 ooh. points of cold cold damage cold damage yeah the serial
5: line rifle all right second attack bam Oh, Patrick.
1: Oh, no. no. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> what oh, did Tyler, what did you roll? That's one of them c- 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 cosmic cream. It's <laughs> <and> hashtag action. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and, and this is the point where I get to shatter one person's <laughs> dreams once more in that these creatures are amorphous. And oh. Not affected by critical hit damage, but you do get the critical effect. So this gun has a staggered effect. <laughs> Tyler, calm down. It's okay. You still roll a lot of damage.
0: I hate a <laughs> That's This
1: is so stupid. Oh, hey guys, you know rolling those natural stories. We're just gonna take that away from you because happiness is overrated. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty happy. <laughs> So, well, that's, I'm really happy. I'm glad. It, it I'm
5: is. Glad what's the critical effect? Oh no! Uh, okay. I've. It, it's poop staggered cares. right for the, the cold.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. Is it? I, I see it you roll the natural twenty. So is it? Is it? Or just stick its little poop tongue out at me and be like, oh, I don't really care. So
5: the good news is. Is but,
1: it also immune to cold damage, Patrick?
5: <laughs> no, but that'd be great. No, yeah, it would be all right. <laughs> That's your turn. And it's 147. What you got? That's a lot of damage. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna bring us home here. Okay. With I'll take one shot, and if I drop it, then I'll... Uh, well, I'm going to take two shots, but if I drop it on the first one, I'll save my ammo. Yeah. Take your finger off that trigger. Yeah. All right. That's probably going to be one of those, what you call them, hits... Uh, that's going to be... 29, yeah, that's a hit. Yeah. Uh, 27 to
1: hit, that's going to be... Another 21 points of damage. Still uh, up.
5: It is indeed. It is hovering, you know, like it's like slowly falling to the ground. It looks really hurt. <laughs> all right. Here we go.
1: Oh, another one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> another 27 to hit.
5: Uh, yeah, <laughs> so you obliterate it with that second shot because it had all of uh, seven hit points. <laughs> Uh, It explodes into chunks of meat that they don't smell great, and they cover about a uh, (laughs) 30-foot wide area around the creature. And, yeah, uh, paint the walls of this building a a greenish-blue color. And we're out of combat.
1: Um, Andes, next time, maybe, is there, like, a toned-down setting on that gun (laughs) where you don't (laughs) blow up the stinky creature? Well, I mean, there's a out of ammo setting on the gun. Oh, <laughs> Lucky okay. you, I've just hit it. <laughs> oh. would, would you like to would you like to shoot? Would you like this gun? And he he's got the he's got the, the Frostbite rifle.
5: Um, I can I'm going to go ahead and like and like, like uh uh patch up another one for this one for the moment, but uh if you'd like me to hang on to that,
1: I will I will I I'll keep it at the ready to toss to you. It would be, I have a, I have a machine gun in my gloves, if I need it. Oh. Uh, oh, of but, course. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, I forgot about I, your, glove, your glove guns. <laughs> I, uh, yes, my glove guns are pretty awesome. Um, But uh, you should hold on to this. I don't want you to run out of ammo mid-combat and be in a pinch. Thank you, Idris. And I wink. All right,
5: so uh, ammo distribution complete. Do you want to continue on into this building?
1: Yeah. Sure. Yes. We enter and I look around with my darkness.
5: Opening the doors up, it actually fills it with a good amount of the setting sun's light. Uh, so we're in dim light in this room. You see a carpet of this pale white furry mold covering almost every square inch of the inside of the room. The floors, the walls, everything seems like it was unmoved and just grown over. Where there might be chairs and uh, along the western and southern walls, you see... Nothing but this mold. They're now furry chairs. The table to the north has a growth of mushrooms that has covered the desk from the the main entrance. And there's a a few cabinets nearby that. And to the north, a a large door that that, uh, leads onward with a a sign overgrown with moss. Words underneath it you cannot make out. That's what you said. Uh, I'm going to try to wipe the moss away from the sign and read it. It does indeed give way. Uh, you have to like break off a few branches of the mold. But clearing it, the sign reads in Kish to be continued.
0: There it
5: is. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we will go into this building. We'll f- see what we find and continue on with the adventure. But unfortunately, bad news, guys. Oh, no. Yep. This is the the last time you will ever be level seven in this AP. <gasps> We're moving on to level
3: eight.
0: <gasps> Boo, boop, 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 boop,
3: boop, man
5: i like being level
0: sorry miles <laughs> i know don't level worry you'll eight.
3: be level
5: seven again someday
0: we're oh, level wait. final <laughs> fantasy eight <laughs> yeah next next week we'll see what you guys got
5: on level up and uh that means we're about halfway through ruin cloud which i'm very excited about mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll talk about our upgrades and we'll get Back into this adventure, I can't wait to get through this building. I uh, thank you guys for playing with me, and uh, oh, once again, a happy birthday, Miles! Well, thank you very much. Happy hey, birthday, Miles! Happy birthday, Miles! A level up. <laughs> 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 Enjoy that. That one's for free. Uh, th- thank you guys for playing with me. Once thank again. you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, say good night, everybody.
0: Good night. Everybody. Good night, everybody.